Here is another episode of the Bianca Del Rio podcast hosted by me, Bianca Del Rio. Today we have a treat for you. A lady who I recently just found out about. She was a big success across the pond, but she's here now in America and we are all the better for it. She has a new comedy special that's out right now on Netflix. Also another show that she's plugging on Netflix. I mean, what is the deal here? I mean, she's doing everything and anything and I love her for it. I got to sit down and chat with her about my fondness for redheads. <laughs> and where exactly do you lick on a taint? And it's my absolute pleasure to introduce Miss London Hughes. All right, here we are. It's Bianca Del Rio, and we're back with another podcast. And today, most people say they're excited to meet someone. Well, I'm very excited <laughs> to meet this next lady because I don't know her personally. And before we even start, I just got to say, you're a funny fucking bitch. But let's <laughs> welcome, uh, let's welcome to the podcast, the fabulous Miss London Hughes. How are you, Hi. my love? Hey, babes. Oh my God, I'm dead. No, Thank I you for calling me a funny fucking bitch. I haven't been called that to no. my face. Well. In a long time. And like, maybe people are saying that behind my back. But yeah. for someone to just be like, you are a funny fucking bitch. Like, yes, I receive it. Thank you what, so much. You deserve <laughs> it. And you're a funny fucking bitch. And I know that you're also known as Miss Comedy Beyonce. Comedy oh, Richard I'm Pryor. I'm trying. And a female Kevin Hart. I'm now that's, trying. That's a mixture. I it really is, but all bad bitches. Every single one of those people are bad it, bitches. So. I completely, I completely agree. And you know, Richard Pryor is one of my fucking favorite. And I, and I say it because made me piss myself, laugh. And basically, what was so amazing about his career, just in general, was just that it was all truth. It was all, all truth. truth. And that's why I say it because yes. everything I say on stage is true. Some people are like, did that story happen? I'm like, yes, that's why it I did. said it. That's <laughs> why I said it, because it's true. No, and it, that way, people can't get mad at you when it's true. No. Like when it, it happens. And also making fun of yourself, you know, self-deprecation yeah. and knowing that, hey, this shit happened to me and I'm willing to share this fucked up story with yeah, all of you. you. Yeah. yeah, I sucked his dick for shoes. That was true. <laughs> There's nothing <laughs> That. Now, now it would be, <laughs> it'd be a different story if you sucked his dick and it tastes like a shoe. Now yes. that would be ooh, a whole. Oh, that's yeah. a whole different. Ooh, that's clinical. I've been there. You've been there. Been there? Ooh, when, oh, not shoeish. Okay. But when it just don't taste human. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. <laughs> human. <laughs> okay. Human. Oh, okay. For a minute there, I thought you said it because you didn't taste cumin. But no. if it's human, <laughs> have you been in that situation as a female? Because I'm sure you've gathered by this point that I'm gay. But when, yes. as a female, when the penis comes around, do you have to do a little test? Do you have to like... 100%. Uh, okay. And what, what, what is your go-to technique? Do you do a little sniff, sniff, tap, well, tap? Well, yeah. So I do the sniff from the, t obviously when you're going down, I always yeah. start kissing and then work my way down. I don't directly attack it from no. the underneath. No, cause you're a lady. Way you get, yeah. yeah. So you've got to start yeah. from the top. So if uh -huh. you're like kissing down his body and you get to like his lower abdomen mm -hmm. and you can smell the dick. Yeah. I don't go, Not good. I don't go beneath that. 
But now, around you... the area, if I don't smell anything, I'm like, we're clear to go. <laughs> have you have you ever asked them to walk into the bathroom to just observe it to make sure that everything is all there? Do you, know what? you know, no, I do that myself. I've got good eyes. Okay, I get involved, and I'm like expecting all the lumps and bumps, and I'm like, no, open I'll source. Yeah. yeah, open source everything. <laughs> all of that things that you may have missed. Sir. I, hello, hello. Well, also, you got to be careful because if you touch the dick, it might feel like Braille. You know what it's, I mean? Oh, you want to make sure. You know when they shave and mm-hmm. then it's got the prickly prickly mm-hmm. from the shaving and then they've got the shaving bumps and you're like, herpes mm-hmm. or shaving bumps? Which <laughs> one is that? You tell me. You tell me. Is it herpes? Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, ah! <laughs> and then in a week later, you're at a clinic pissing in a cup going, this ah, is the lowest I've ever been. This is the lowest of my life. Trust me. And the thing is, I've like lived, I'm 31 and I've avoided um, mouth herpes. What do, what do you guys call them in the US? What do we call? We call cold sores. Yeah, okay, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Okay, I, right. Yeah. So we call them cold sores too, but I just say mouth herpes so everybody knows what we're talking about. <laughs> and I've avoided them. And I'm like, <laughs> I've heard so many stories. Like my friend sucked his dick and he had uh-uh. dick herpes and then she got mouth herpes from sucking the dick. You just nope. got to be careful. Of course you do. Careful. So yeah, I'm very... What goes into my mouth, I expect it. Because they're going to have a good time. I appreciate that. No, no. You sound like a very classy lady. I appreciate (laughs) that. So classy. No, it's important. I always say it's important to kind of know what you're talking about. And once you've experienced it, like once you've smelt a bad dick, you got to go. Like there was a guy that was a redhead. Uh, that people told me to be careful of, of you know, having Why, sexual though? relations. What's, what's, what's wrong with redheads, though? Well, because someone told me that if you lick a redhead's asshole, no! it tastes... Wait, they said it tastes like a copper penny. That's what I was told no! early on. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then... No, this the fun- is folklore. Someone's told me this. And so I'm just like, wow, okay. And they also said that redheads smell like cheese. <gasps> I know. So I was fearful. Redhead discrimination. I was fearful. I had a crush on <laughs> Annie, and I couldn't even. Oh, I mean, so, I couldn't go I anywhere couldn't near. Even lick Annie's I couldn't, asshole. I couldn't, I couldn't go Annie's anywhere near. The someone's no. come out. <laughs> I couldn't lick Annie's asshole at all. What is but wrong just, with you? For the record, I'm not oh into children. God. I'm not into children. I <laughs> mean, like grown Annie. Grown. We're Annie. aware <laughs> yeah. that you're not. And like, there's also black Annie. If we're going to get really diverse, so Talk to me. you're yeah. talking about. White Annie. Yes, yes. Right. Not exactly. right. Ginger Annie. Ginger Annie. Ginger Annie. The thing yeah. is, I didn't realize there was such ginger discrimination. I didn't know it went that far. It exists. So, um, mm-hmm. I, I've, I've slept with loads of ginger guys. I've never noticed the smell of cheese. Okay. Never licked an arsehole, though, so I wouldn't mm. know. You have not. No. Do you know what? I do the gooch, what I talk yes. about in my special. You Correct. guys call it, it the, the, per, the, per, was it? The, the taint. The per, the taint. The, the taint. taint. So, so, yeah. so explain it to our listeners uh, who, who, if you haven't had a chance to see her comedy special, you, better, you must no, see it. If you haven't had a chance, pause this. Pause. Pause. Go watch. Yeah. Go watch To Catch a Dick on <laughs> to Netflix. To Catch a Dick. And it's on Netflix. It's produced by Mr. Kevin Hart. So make sure you do watch it. So Go it's watch on that, Netflix. And to then Catch a Dick. To, to Catch, catch a, dick. a Dick. It's yeah. one hour, eight minutes of your life. You're going to be living your best life, <laughs> laughing, choking, screaming. Uh-huh. Then when you finish that, resume. And I'll continue the story. And also, also in between there, follow her on Instagram too. Yeah, follow me on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The London Hughes. And then resume. Resume. And we're back. Yes. Okay. Uh, So in the show, which is great, and I'm glad everyone's watched it, um, it's basically a bit where I talk about licking the gooch. And yeah, I discovered that if you lick underneath the ball, Mm -hmm. the little strip that leads to the the butthole, you you. lick then any man becomes your bitch. And I, I am so... 
Like, I don't understand it. It's like the Bermuda Triangle. It's like, I don't understand. <laughs> no, but that works what out. What happens when it goes in there? Like, it just, that's always the reaction every single time. You see? And so I don't need to get to the bumhole because they're too busy living their best life in the, in the gooch. See, as a, gay, as a gay man, we know this already, but I'm just going to oh. give you a little piece of advice that if you lick the asshole properly, what? You you could win RuPaul's Drag Race. That's how Seriously? I did. Yeah, that's how it happened. That's how it happened. That's how it happened. Okay, good to know. Yeah, the good to know. Is, yeah, I would rather lick a gay guy's asshole than a straight guy's asshole. Oh, because you one hundred percent. Well, to be one hundred percent with you now. We're here. No, I, let me. Yeah. I'm well, let me real. tell you a story. I have this friend of mine who's a drag queen who I love, and I'm not going to say her name, Sherry Vine, but she <laughs> is a good time drag queen. And she was out one night in drag, and there was this really hot guy at the bar who was like this Puerto Rican go go dancer, beautiful. Ooh, and he sounds was amazing. Completely. And she, he was all into my friend Sherry. So she decided to take him back to her place. So they went back to her place, and she had, you know, a little living room, a sitting room, and her bedroom. Right. So she right. went into the bedroom and she right. put on like a nightgown and a pair of heels trying to be sexy. Sexy, yeah. Hey, she walked out and she looked to the guy and she says, how are you? And he says, take off your shoes. I want to lick your feet. And he's like, <gasps> she's like, what? He goes, I want to lick your feet. She goes, lick my hole. It's cleaner than my toes. Oh! And it makes sense because as a gay man, her uh -huh. hole was cleaner yes. than her feet. Oh my God, that's hilarious. And she was it's yeah. so true. I I would rather lick. Oh yes, I'd rather. Yeah, I ain't licking feet. Full stop. No, oh, I don't care for feet. Mm -mm, mm -mm. But I would lick a cleaned gay man's. Only has to. You can't. I would. I'm not licking a straight guy's butt. It's not happening. No, no, no. It wouldn't happen. But you know what's scary? I just can't. I just can't. To, be, to be very honest, it seems sometimes that a straight man's asshole might lick you back. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like it's a little. Yes. It's, it's, yes. I don't trust it. Mm -mm. No, I don't trust it. I don't know what's been there. I don't know what's been out of there. Mm -mm. I just, it doesn't look clinical. It doesn't look clean. It doesn't, feel, good. It doesn't feel smooth. Mm -mm. And like, even when I lick, lick the gooch, sometimes yeah. you get lost in the, in the beat of it all. And, mm -hmm. and you literally like, <laughs> wait a minute, a wait, little... <laughs> wait, hold on a second. You're reliving a moment right now. You're re I see it in like your you face. You get up in the gooch and they're uh -huh. like, they're squirming so much. Like, yeah. just, ah, that like a tongue make like just graze a bit of the bum hole and you just yeah. feel the the roughness uh -huh. of the hair around there and it's uh -huh. enough to be like no i'm done no. yeah it's but like the... i feel like what cats taste when they're licking themselves i feel like it's the yeah. same same yeah. energy you get a hairball yeah. Hair yeah i'm just like mm, mm, mm. so i so just the... couldn't mm, no whereas so guys, they have to have like nice bum holes because that's what you're presenting to the world the evening you yeah, know to the world yeah completely yeah, I mean, yeah. sometimes we only know each other from our assholes. You there know, we like, go. When, like, like dogs. Ooh. Yes, very much so. Sniff, yeah. sniff. Yeah. Uh huh. I got you. Oh, it's Jerry. Oh, there <laughs> we go. <laughs> now, who, who have you been hanging out with with a gay man named Jerry? I mean, <laughs> Jerry. <laughs> you said gay you were. Jerry. You said you were thirty. Gay Jerry. Gay Jerry. <laughs> um, <laughs> now I know. I mean, we haven't even gotten into your backstory yet, which I do want to get to in a minute. But I know that you obviously are from the UK, and you yes. are. What either, gave that away? Well, maybe. It's it's your convincing accent, <laughs> Madonna. Uh, I'm saying, but now that you're here in Los Angeles, because you got here right before the pandemic, right? Mm -hmm. So you filmed your special um, mm -hmm. during a pandemic? Or was yeah, it? I filmed it. Yeah, yeah, I filmed it during the pandemic. Wow. So like, how I, first of all, like, 
I would just, just wouldn't advise moving to America. No, I wouldn't advise moving to America two Period. before. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great place, great place. Yeah. But I just wouldn't sure. advise moving to America two weeks before a global pandemic. <laughs> like, it's just not, I wouldn't. It's not really it's not something you should do. Like, just give up your whole life, get rid of your flat in the UK, say goodbye to mm-hmm. your family and friends, um, kill your mode of income in the UK, and just go straight over to America two huh? weeks before a global pandemic. Don't do it. I did that, and yeah. it was um, fun uh, for the two weeks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for the two weeks, and then I had all this stuff planned. So I came over. And um, uh, Kevin Hart's a huge fan of mine, and he flew me out to Las Vegas to meet him. Okay, hold on a minute. My... Hold on a minute. This, oh, this, this, just throwing Don't it away. Oh, oh, Kevin, Kevin Hart Kevin is my Hart. good friend, and la, la, Kevin Donnell Hart. And oh, yeah, he just, oh, uh, Kevin. Flew me to yeah, Vegas. Yeah. Uh-huh. So basically, basically, what was happening? I was so I was hot shit in the UK, and I did. A, I wrote this show called To Catch a Dick. I performed yes. at a festival in the UK called the Edinburgh Comedy Festival. And you were um, also nominated for an award for that. You were the first yeah. black woman to be nominated. Congratulations! Yes, I was. Thank you. In fifty years, what a shame. Wow. Anyway, uh, the buzz of that show reached the states, so I came okay. over to the states and did a couple shows in Silver Lake. Okay. And Kevin couldn't reach, couldn't come to the shows, but he heard about me. He watched a video of it, and Netflix really were interested in it. And was like, we want to give her a special. Brilliant. And Kevin was like, I want my company to make it, and I want to accept produce it. And I was just like, wow. Uh, wait, wow. and how much? How much gooch did you lick for that? I now didn't lick that... Kevin's gooch. I didn't uh. lick no gooches were licked. <laughs> I hadn't even met him. He'd agreed to this well, you before haven't even. Him? No, I hadn't met him. Oh, wow. So he flew okay. me to Vegas to meet him because he's the busiest man in the world. Mm-hmm. And he flew me out. And we were trying to meet in real life so many times, but because of his schedule, yeah. he was like, I'm in Vegas for the fight. I'll fly you out to Vegas. I'll put you up and we'll hang out the next day. So here's me thinking like, we'll just go to like a coffee shop or a restaurant and have dinner or whatever. Sure. I'm like, oh no. Because Kevin Hart is the busiest man in the world. Yeah. I was with him the whole day. He didn't oh, wow. sit down the whole day he didn't pee the whole day i know that because i didn't pee and i was with him the whole time so he definitely didn't pee so Wait. i was with him from 9 a.m in the morning till 5 p.m in the evening and he didn't sit down he didn't stop and while i was with him he was surrounded by security his crew his drivers and he did a podcast for like four hours and then left that podcast and did an arena Talk like a show at arena to 30,000 people and backstage in the green room he's surrounded by people and then he's in the corner talking to me like with that like there's not 50 other people right and I'm like Kevin don't you need to like relax before your show and he's like I'm, not, I'm good I'm Kevin Hart we're gonna do it okay okay it's Kevin Hart and then he literally just we just it like chatted and spoke and he said that I was a great comic and he really supported me and it was insane it was the craziest 24 hours of my life and he basically said that like yeah, like I'm next and he's gonna, he's, his exact words were, he's a train driver. If I get on his train, <laughs> that sounds weird, but I get yeah, on his I'm train mm-hmm. and he'll drive me to stardom. That's brilliant. And he did. And it was insane. And hanging out with Kevin Hart lets you know you ain't shit. Cause I thought I was somebody. <laughs> of course you did. Of course you did. Because I thought I was somebody. You know what and... like? I'm like, I'm known in the UK, okay? Mm-hmm. I have been paparazzied before, yes. okay? You can, you can walk into Greg's and get a sausage I, roll and you get I noticed. I go into yeah. Greg's, you know about Greg's, <laughs> yeah. I love it. Of I course go I do. I Greg's and get a sausage roll. I get half uh-huh. price in Topshop if the girl <laughs> recognizes me, <laughs> okay? So I'm a 
thing. And then when you're with Kevin Hart, you don't exist. We came, we, we pulled up at the venue for the show he was doing. The doors opened. There was a sea of paparazzi and a man filming us, walking backwards, filming us. And really? he did not miss a beat. He was just chatting to me like it's just me and him. And wow. if you, there's actually footage of me out there. It's on YouTube. And you can just see Kevin just carrying on the conversation, <laughs> chatting to me. And going, about life. And I literally look so pale because I don't know how to be normal in front of all these people and all I this, can imagine. this paparazzo. So yeah, I ain't shit. Kevin is, Kevin is the shit though. He's no, amazing. come on. No, what's amazing is that, and, and I, you know, I'm always, I always love a good success story. And I love a story Thank when you. somebody of, you know, somebody with talent finds someone else with talent or someone yes. has a, a, a platform and takes the opportunity to help somebody else out. You know, that yes. to me, is an amazing thing. So even though you're sitting in your house during a pandemic, you know, <laughs> you, you have to sit back and go, that's pretty fucking cool and amazing. And, you know, to be fair, to have a comedy special on Netflix. on Netflix during a pandemic is yes. key. I mean, that, yes. that's amazing. Yeah, we filmed it October 30th, the day before Halloween. Okay. And it was insane because obviously I'm in LA because, of, because I was going to LA to be a star, but then the pandemic hit. Yeah. I'm like, Netflix are like, we don't even know if comedy is even allowed on earth anymore. So we're just going to... Hello. We're just, we're just going to keep you in limbo for a hot sec. Hot, uh, hot sec. <laughs> now, we had planned on filming the special in March. And um, so March comes and goes. And yeah. like, it's like, oh, Tom Hanks has got coronavirus. Okay, dokie. And this person's <laughs> got coronavirus. Okay. Kevin Hart's got coronavirus. Okay, dokie. Yeah. And this uh -huh. whole time I'm just sitting, waiting to film the special waiting for comedy to be allowed on earth. And then yeah. it gets to like the summer and then George Floyd dies and I'm in the middle of a race war. So I'm like, okay, yeah. I'm just waiting to film my special in a pandemic, <laughs> in a race war. Okay, cool, cool, cool. What? Nationwide curfew. Okay, cool, cool. What? They've called in the arm for, uh, what? The army. Okay, okay. Can't leave the house. Okay, okay. <laughs> Cool. I just wanted to film a Netflix special though. Okay. Oh, right. Why cool. is the world doing this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then it was like Trump was like, hey, I'm not doing a Trump impression because I cannot do one. But he was just like, hey, you, if you're American, you can work here. But I'm but if you're not, I'm gonna ban all your work visas. So I'm oh. like, hey, I'm on a work visa. So what does that mean, Mr. Trump? It means if you go back to the UK, you won't be allowed to, back in America to work. Ah, okay. Oh. That's that's kind of what I was planning on doing, hence why I left my, my whole family to be in this country. So I'll just stay then. So I'm staying. Yes. <laughs> so I stay so I can work. And I stay, but no work's coming in. This is a global pandemic. And then, then there's the California wildfires. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, mm -hmm. that was the thing. Ash was falling from the sky. I'm yeah. asthmatic. I think it's fair fun. to say I think it's fair to say that America just hates you hates I think me. that's what it is it's ruining I, your entire life ruined it and then I put on like 20 pounds because I was no. eating my feelings and then Netflix rang me and was like we're doing the special in a month <laughs> well, <laughs> wait London on that note we're going to take a short break to hear from our sponsors and we'll be right back in a minute All right.
right, it's Bianca Del Rio. And we're back with Miss London Hughes. As she was just explaining, <laughs> the golden ticket came her way to film her fabulous comedy special produced by Mr. Kevin Hart. She gets the call after being in quarantine for a couple of months and gaining- uh, Eight, 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 eight months. months. And how many pounds did you gain in those 20, eight? 20, 19.5. <laughs> <laughs> so- the feeling, the feeling of, hi, we've got this amazing opportunity to record mm -hmm. you for posterity and place mm -hmm. it on television, mm -hmm. and, and you're 19.5 pounds heavier. Yes, America, thank <laughs> you so much. What did I, in fact, it was an invention called, what's that mac and cheese that you just get and it's just terrible, but it's Craft mac and cheese? Craft mac and cheese. Yes, yes. That's what I blame. America, I blame Kraft Mac and Cheese and Extra Hot Flaming Cheetos. But yes. Oh, those are good. Oh, so good. Those so basically, good. I was not my, I was my heaviest, but I was still funny, but I'd never done, I hadn't done comedy in since January and I, yeah. I couldn't perform it to anyone and I had a month to prepare for the special. So I got a personal trainer. Brilliant. Uh, I was working out five times a week. Okay. I was performing in my house to my house plants. As we uh, do. Uh -huh. As we do. I was going over the routine. I rewrote <laughs> some stuff to make sure, because, you know, I wrote it the year before and it might not still be relevant. So I was like, should I tweak this? And yep. I added a bit about COVID. And I just, I just had to make sure I could still do it without passing out because it's very high energy. Of course. So it's just in your face. That's why I call myself Comedy Beyonce because yeah. I can keep up. You know? uh, uh, so, yes. <laughs> yeah. So, and you don't need no Kelly or Michelle, bitch. I don't need yeah. no Kelly or Michelle. Although the whole time, Kelly, because people say I look like her and I am taking that compliment. <laughs> They're like, you don't like Kelly Rowan from afar. It's far. true. And well, like, as, long as, they're not, as long as they're not comparing you to Michelle, you're doing good. Yeah, all right, that's <laughs> Leave good. Michelle alone. I know, you know she's she pretty. Sells she sells duvets now. Oh. Duvet See? covers and linens. There's I'm a just, future for us. I wanted a better life for her, man. <laughs> I wanted, I didn't want that to be, I'm sure she's rich, but I didn't want yeah. that to be the, how she went out, you know? Yeah, isn't anyway. that it? Yes. Uh, so, but yeah. so you went to the gym, you went to the gym and you worked it all out and you're, you yeah. know, retweaked. Cause don't you find, uh, you know, I'm, I'm kind of the same way. I do better when I'm doing the show, when I'm working, for instance, if I'm doing night after night after night, and especially yeah. with my schedule, I prefer to do three to five shows in a row each night nice. in a different city because yes. the momentum is there. If I have too and much time like, and then, then I'm just like, shit. yes. Yeah, yeah. You get shit. And that's the thing. I had eight months of getting shit to do. And uh, in that time, there was a whole, you know, the whole thing with George Floyd, everything yeah. that happened really took the funny away. Like you watched Dave Chappelle's special eight minutes and yes. 62 seconds. There's no jokes in that because nobody no. was laughing right now. Like it's right. not funny. So my head had just like just recovered from that. Yeah. And then I was fatter. And then yeah. I was like, do I want? to Netflix special right now. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So yes, I gave yeah. myself a month to prepare. We had to, we, I had a full team around me helping me with everything. We did, we had to get a director. We had to get it to the set. We had to find out where we were filming it. We filmed it outdoors, but all the audience got tested and they were all wearing masks. Brilliant. So performing stand up to people that you can't see them laugh when they're laughing. <laughs> threw me the fuck <laughs> off. It was insane. Like I could just see shoulders and eyes. Just, Shoulders and eyes, like the whole time. <laughs> I'm like, is this funny? Is no. this fun? Luckily, what? I had a recording, like, so whenever they laughed, they laughed into a microphone, which was positioned <laughs> in the candle in their table. So oh. all their laughters got projected back to me on stage. So I knew I wasn't dying on my ass. But yeah, but, it was so weird. 
It's it's got. I also find that anytime you film something, I, I maybe I, maybe it's just me, but I'm sure you can relate. When you're wrapped up in your own thoughts and your own views, and you're writing your own material yeah. and you're putting it out there, and you don't get that response, or the response you got the night before, or <laughs> the night you didn't get the week before, that you <laughs> over you overcompensate. That this whole COVID thing, it, it's just literally walking around on eggshells. You know, uh, you have this yeah. fear of like, <gasps> you know, because that's where well, we are. I was, in the, I was imagine doing your Netflix special in front of a group of people that have no idea who you are. Because that's what <laughs> I did. <laughs> oh, <laughs> come on. I didn't have any fans. I just yeah. got here. I yeah, haven't but- had a chance to build up my fan base in America. I didn't have any. So well, everyone who saw my special, apart from like my friends and my agents, were absolutely brand new to me. They they well, saw they applied for tickets because they saw like you know, what the what the show would be about, like sex and dick and guys. Yeah. But they had no idea if I was funny or not. So I had to go out on stage and like, yeah, just like do stand up to a bunch of strangers. Well, to be fair. had no idea. You know, a lot of those people may not have been your fan. Maybe they were just looking to get out of the house. But right. that's a good thing. You know, yes. and, now, yes. and now you've won them over. I mean, but I have most, to be- Let's be clear, most stand ups do specials to hundreds of their adoring fans. That's why, like, you know, you, they don't go out and just go, I don't know, I'll just do this gig in Albuquerque, film it for my Netflix special. I, ain't, I don't know if I've got fans here. No, they go to their hometown and they yep. pack it with all their fans. And yes. I don't have, didn't, I do now, I didn't yes. have fans. No, so but it was, I got, it was but crazy, but it, it was a great reaction. They loved me. It was a great reaction. I loved you. I thought it was very funny. And I think that's important. And the next time, just remember, you could bring those plants if you need to. The plants have been around. They've heard the oh, routine. Do you know what? But, my plants love, they pick up crazy. I call my plants <laughs> Serena. My plants, I've got this giant tree and I call her Serena Williams Hughes <laughs> because she's, she's larger than life and she just takes up space. And I'm you like, like that. yes. Yes, Serena. So Serena's looking at me right now. This is the life of a single person in a pandemic, by the way. Oh, completely. Look who you're talking it's... to. Look, you're ta- I've got two dogs, two dogs that I have full-on conversations with. But you I have, have to say, to. I know you were nervous about <clears throat> going on stage and performing for people that didn't know you. But even if you weren't funny, the pants sold me. <laughs> the sequin pants sold Thank me. You. Oh, Thank and I've you. Been, I've been trolling around your Instagram and you're all about the fashion and the looks and planning mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. and don't you find, I mean, me as a drag queen, I feel the same way. You've got to plan the look to go with what you're doing and how you yes. want to present yourself. So the pants, yes. how did that come about? Was that through a stylist or uh, was that your personal choice? Or... Let's be clear. The story behind the, the, the trousers, I'm sorry. Trousers, I forgive me. I can't call them pants. Trousers. The, the story behind the trousers is a story of, of tears because basically <laughs> what happened was, um, <laughs> uh, well, because we, it took like, four, we had to get this done in four weeks. We had four weeks to get everything in place. So we had to just call up like stylists, like, would you style me? And yeah. I got this stylist who is Beyonce's cousin. So oh. he styled Beyonce. And I was like, he's Beyonce's cousin, he will do. He's up to my house with nothing. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Not even, not even some Tina Knowles creations? Nothing? No, I want some House of Darion. There was no House Hello? of Darion. There was no. Basically, he styles Beyonce so he can get clothes for Beyonce. Whereas oh. I'm like London Hughes and he, <laughs> he found it very hard to get clothes for London Hughes. So we didn't have... <laughs> wait, wait a minute. 
So what good is Beyonce's cousin if he can't get you the good shit? Like, I well, mean, he can only get you the shit when you're Beyonce. That's well, the thing. He could have lied. I'm I sure. Know. I mean, uh, we're the same size. We're not the same size. Well, I he know, was but, trying. But, he was lovely, but yeah, he had, and he just was honest with me. He was like, "You are not Beyonce, bitch. You ain't." <laughs> and he was a gay guy as well. He's like, "You ain't." What left do you think you want? Wait, what you're he told you? Get them. He just. <laughs> He pulled you aside. He says, girl, you're not Beyonce. I can't, get you, I can't get you close, but you can lick my asshole. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> there you go. There we go. I'm, I'm, I feel like if I did lick his asshole, maybe I would have had a better maybe. outfit. But no, I he had it. me in I some love terrible stuff. But that wasn't his creation. Oh, so okay, then, okay. Yeah. literally, because, he, because of that, I had to last minute run out on the streets of Los Angeles in a pandemic trying to find stuff to wear and my start, my my agents were ringing up stylists and we found this one stylist called Laura who was like I know I can help you and within literally like less than 24 hours she just produced these trousers that I was like yes yes yes, yes. Well, and we- uh, she pulled it together but literally they were not I was not going to wear that outfit that whole look came together the day before literally the day before. well is so. and it made magic so let's give a shout out to Nora Nora did a to good Laura. job Laura Laura Laura, Laura not Nora <laughs> Laura thank you for that no I love the pants so even if even if even if your com- comedy was shit I was still loving the pants but I ended thank up you liking so and guess what a little bit of tea about those pa- those trousers trousers sorry I don't, want, I don't want you I to make it to too American <laughs> I got sewn into them by Kim Kardashian's Taylor Okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're trying to prove to me that you're nobody and you done dropped the names of Kevin Hart, uh, Beyonce, yeah. Ooh, and Kim Kardashian. Oh, should I pick yeah, it up? Yeah, yeah. I you should pick it up. Pick it oh, up. police. I'm, sorry. Ah, ah. I'm supposed to I'm sympathize with you. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. It just feels like that sometimes, you know? Of course uh, it is. Yeah, you know? so Kim Kardashian Taylor sewed me in. And uh, that's why my ass looks so amazing because well, that's what he does for the Kardashians. Well, apparently yeah. he likes a challenge. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good. Uh, yeah. Re- yeah, remember yeah. when, do you remember when a sex tape would ruin your career? Remember I that? that. I, I remember that. What happened yeah. to those days? I don't you know. can now be a, a, a criminal justice lawyer off the back of a sex no. tape. No, but it is, it is pretty exciting. I mean, have you noticed during this pandemic, uh, uh, off topic, but that everybody now has an OnlyFans? Have you noticed that? Yes, yes, Everybody. Yes. I'm like, this is wild. This is exciting. Do you exciting. have one, babe? No, I, not yet. But, yeah. Are you uh, going to no. get one? You know how much money you can make off that? So much I, you money. You know, everybody says that. Everybody goes, you can make a lot of money. But, I, you know, unless you have a clown fetish, I don't know. I mean, ah! people, people, ah! people are not interested in having sex with me. Um, now, so. I'm sorry, What? People are not interested in having sex with you. Okay, Shut okay, up. that's a lie. Okay, my uncle, that's my uncle, <laughs> my uncle has sex with me. <laughs> He's the only one peeking in my trousers. But... Oh wow! Stop it! I can't with you. <laughs> rotted, oh, rotted. But oh. I do, I do have some uh, some stuff I want to ask you about because I know this is, we're talking about family in general. Is that you yeah. are from South London, correct? Is where you yes, were born correct. and raised. Yes. Yes. And, and now that you're over here, but. You know, your name, London Hughes, of course, to Americans, it's like, ah, ha, 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 her name's London. She's from London. She lives yes, in LA. Yes, they get so excited about that. All that they stuff. do. They love it. They love yeah. it. They're like, oh my God, London from London. <laughs> <laughs> yes, bitch. Yes. It's so, yeah. <laughs> so, but from, in my research, I found out that's not actually just your full name. It's not just London yes. Hughes. That's your stage name, or as we say, our drag name. Our, my our... drag name Yeah. So is what London is, Hughes. What's your real name? My real name, full name is London Dion, 
London Dion, Misha, Stacey, Stephanie, Athena, Nibs, Hughes. <laughs> now, now talk to me. How did that happen? How, how? Basically, what had happened was, and I can only say this in America, because you can't say what had happened was in England. What had happened was. What had happened was. was. Uh, what had happened was. Uh, basically, this bit, so this bit's in the special, but it got cut out because we, the special was too long. We had to just, only, only the hits, nothing but the hits. But basically, yeah. I tell this story in the special about my name, my full name. And I got that name because I had a twin sister who died oh. uh, in the womb. Uh, oh. It's okay, strong chance I killed her. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> it was between me and her. Do or die, bitch. Do or die. Get out, Do you know get what out. I mean? Get, get the fuck out. out. The yeah. world wasn't ready for both of us. <laughs> Only one can survive. So um, <laughs> it was between me and my twin. And apparently she died. I died for like a minute. So oh. I was, yeah, we were, we were, we were, we were not going to be born. And they told my mom, you won't carry full term. And like, they, my mom was aware she may miscarry. Oh, wow. Uh, Basically, my, the doctor was like, you, you won't carry your kids full term. Then one dies. I die. It's game over. My mom's upset. But then yeah. there's a heartbeat oh. and it's mine. And I get born. And yeah. because I was such a miracle baby, my parents thought it would be a great idea if every member of my family gave me a name. And so... London Dion, Misha, Stacey, uh, Stephanie, Cena, Nibs Hughes is born from every single, my two brothers, my dad, and my grandma, and my mom all choosing my name. Are you and kidding me? <laughs> that, is, that is not the answer that I was expecting. Uh, yeah. That is wild. Mm -hmm. And so you're the miracle baby who grew mm -hmm. up to be a disappointment. Is that what, that's basically <laughs> so what's happened? Right. Is, that, is that what's I happened? No, no, I'm a star. My brother's a security guard, honey. I'm doing the best. <laughs> I'm doing the best that wait, we can. Wait, okay? but is he, is he your security guard? No, but he will be. I literally, <laughs> the moment I get Kevin Hart rich, I'm flying him out to protect me because I mean, I mean, come on, gotta give back to the community. Yes. <laughs> no, that's good. Look, you've got that. You've got a security card, brother. You're doing better than me because my brother's just a crackhead and my sister's- Oh, wow. That's a whole nother story. Oh, whole nother story. It happens. Yeah, there all my family's normal. I have two younger sisters as well that I don't mention in my special because they're, they're at the age where they can't take it. Like one's, okay. one's, one's 27 and one's 17. And uh -huh. they're, they're great. They're amazing. I have a big family. Um, and uh, yeah, they're all normal humans though. And then I'm yeah. just like, I'm a comedian. <laughs> and I'm on Netflix. Ah. And ah. everyone's like, where did that come from? Like nobody well. knows. I think after, you know, doing a little bit of my research, I was, I was aware and I've heard that your grandmother was a hoe. So does yes. that have something to do with it? My thing, my grandma, my grandma Myrtle is the reason why I am why I am. Like she's a hoe, I'm a hoe, but also uh -huh. she's fabulous. Like she's yeah. 96. She'd walk in right now and overtake Wait, this whole podcast. 96? 96. Yes. I love it. I love it. 96. She'd walk in right yeah. now, walk up the stairs, walk in, sit down and just crack you up. Like she, she just stand up bits at every wedding. She's got a joke she does at every wedding and we've all heard it and we still love. We love because grandma's doing the joke. Grandma's doing the joke. And it's quite a good joke. I'll tell you this. Yeah. She, okay, she, tell me. Um, I'm doing it in her voice because she's Jamaican and okay. old. So okay. she's like, she'll grab the mic. Good evening. Good evening, everybody. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Happy day. Praise Jesus. Okay. Now, marriage 
marriage is a special thing. Now, thing means thing. Yes. Marriage is a special thing, right? And in marriage, you have three rings. And everyone's like, what? And she's like, yes, you have three rings. You have the engagement ring. And everyone's mm-hmm. like, yeah. Yeah. And she goes, you have the wedding ring. And everyone's mm-hmm. like, of course. And then she goes, and then you have the suffering. that's <laughs> 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 good night. Thank you. Thank you. And it's the joke. The suffering. <laughs> the suffering. My grandma drops that joke every wedding. Doesn't matter Listen, if we've heard it. Doesn't that is a classic. Is. That, that I want to meet her. Classic. Wait, She's what is her queen. name? What is her, her name? Her name's Myrtle. Grandma Myrtle. Myrtle. I love Grandma Myrtle. Grandma Myrtle's dropping jokes at a wedding, letting them know. She's trying to warn them what she's going to get. She's trying to warn them. Right. Exactly. And she's single as well because my granddad died a few years ago and she will let you know. She yeah. will let you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's not. She's amazing. Yeah, she's where I get it from, honestly. 96 years old. See, so mm-hmm. that's good. I, I mean, it comes in the family. I think that that's pretty amazing. But Now, I know, aside from your grandmother being heavily influential in your in your comedy is that you didn't necessarily start out wanting to be a comedian, right? I mean, you Mm -hmm. had some odd jobs leading down the road, which is always fascinating to hear. And I know that you were, you were, I heard that you were a host on a, on a live porn show. But before we get into that, we're going to take a short break (laughs) as I write down Grandma Myrtle's joke, because that's a good one. We're going to take a short break and listen (laughs) to our sponsors. And we'll be right back with the fabulous Miss London Hughes. So I am back, Bianca Del Rio here with the fabulous Miss London Hughes, as we were just hearing a great story about where her comedic influence came from, which was from her grandmother Myrtle, who tells a fabulous joke at weddings. Basically, it's not really a joke, it's just truth. She's just trying to warn people that this is what you're getting into when it comes to marriage. Now, before we went on break, I was talking to you about some of the things that you did before you became a comedian, because I don't know if it's you and I share the same thing where didn't plan on it, it just kind of happened, evolved. But I also, I find that people that just take any job that's possible to have Mm. an outlet is what makes Mm. it magical. And yours is pretty interesting. (laughs) I want to know, because it says, you know, that you started out. Well, you just tell me. You you tell me the proper way to describe what you did in the beginning. I used to host a live porn channel called Babe Station. Babe Station. Now, <laughs> yes. can you set the scene for Babe Station? Of course. So, yes. Babe Station was like a cable channel way in the back of cable. Like, whoo, like, like, 746. Yeah, high, high, high numbers. Yeah. And um, it used to be like just on at, oh, sorry, my, my earpods keep falling out. It used to be just on at 11 o'clock at night. And okay. that's it. So in the daytime, it would just be non-existent. And I guess they wanted to like, I don't know, open up their, their revenue. I don't know why people do this, but they were like, let's have it in the daytime too. Oh. <laughs> well, so, <laughs> I mean, people do get horny during the day. Yeah, Right, but it. then because there's laws against showing nudity in the daytime, there's no nudity, but it's just warming you up. <laughs> Wait, so this is in the UK. Every time I go to the UK, there's titties on TV, like nothing. No, so we have this thing called a watershed, and at nine o'clock, it's the watershed. So past nine o'clock, you can swear and show titties, but before nine o'clock, you can't do any of that. So, Babe Station, I was on from four till nine. 
Wait, were you filming this live? Live. Okay, so you're just, are you, are you fully clothed? Explaining? Fully clothed. Okay. And basically it was, my segment was called Flirt UK, where okay. you could flirt with whoever was on the TV, but I, it wasn't, you couldn't, you could flirt with me, but it was just like, you shouldn't because <laughs> yeah. I'm the host, you know, I'm doing Agreed. my job. But Agreed. for example, do you know when you could like text in the screen back in the day? Oh yeah, 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 like, yeah, 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 yeah. And it would have uh-huh. like, the, like, hey, ASL, and then yep. the phone number, like the last three digits, the phone number who sent the text in. That's what it was like. So I'd put up a picture and be like, hey, so this is Barry. And then I put a picture of Barry up and I'd be like, Barry is single and ready to mingle. If you're into Barry, text below, it's Flirt UK with London Hughes. And then you no. can text in no. and be like, hey, Barry, what's up? And then you could talk through the television and I'd, I'd be like, we just made another connection on Flirt UK with me, London Hughes. And then it was just that live and then, There'd be times where I'd have to like tell jokes or I'd want to tell jokes to kill the time. And yeah. and I and I had I came up with these items because I genuinely felt that people deserved good content when they performed yes. to start. So yeah. Yeah. I came up with like Hughes's Hughes's shoes where I put my feet up and told you about the shoe I was wearing that day. But I didn't know that foot fetishes were a thing, so I was getting yes. guys calling in and <laughs> Oh, and uh, I this bit got this I talk about this in the special, but this story got removed from the special. Because, Uh-oh. again, we didn't have enough time to fill it in. But basically, I got fired from that job because... <laughs> no. Wait, because, wait, wait. First of all, you're trying to make it exciting. You're trying to entice people with the porn industry. You're yes. trying to get some connections creative. for people. Basically, yes. you're you're a creative pimp doing your thing. And thing. you get fired for what? Basically, I came up with this item called Be On TV, where people could send in pictures of them and I would put it up on the television. Okay. And there was this guy called Clive and he was always sending pictures of himself but I never put it up because Clive didn't look, he, he, he didn't have a face for daytime porn. I know? understand. He, yeah, yeah. He yeah. just wasn't, he wasn't the aesthetic. So uh-huh. I was always like, but I would email him back because I was in charge. I had a laptop, a yeah. camera, a light uh-huh. and it was me doing everything. Oh, wow. So I was like, I would email him back like, sorry, Clive, try next time. Da, 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 da. Or the lighting's off, Clive. Da, da, da. And so <laughs> he he got annoyed. And uh, one day he took his revenge out on me. Oh. And so he, I was doing, I was live on TV. It was Flirt UK. I was in my thing. I was like two show. And he sent in a picture. Now, back then, pictures were really pixelated. Yeah. So I couldn't really see, I couldn't see what it was. But it looked like it was a picture of me. Like okay. Because brown yeah. woman looking figure. So I was like, oh, it's probably a picture of me. Yeah, it's either you so or like, Kelly. Yeah, you were Kelly right, Rowland. Kelly, yeah. who knows? Did yeah, you yeah. look to mm-hmm. Kelly Rowland? So I was like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll selected it to pull it through. And I'm talking and doing live TV and I just put it up. And I didn't even think about no. just, you know, vetting it first. So I put it up no. and basically what had happened was uh, uh, Clive had paused his television with me on the screen with my mouth open. He then got his dick, oh. put his dick next to my mouth no. and then got his friend to take a picture. But you can't see him in it. You could just see his dick and my no. mouth. So what I thought was a picture of me with a dick Sucking in my mouth dick. at like 4.35 in the afternoon. And I was literally like, oh my God. <laughs> and it just stayed up there a little bit too long. And people complained to the TV Standards Association. No. complained about seeing porn on a porn channel. Exactly. And, uh, I got wow. fired. Now that it's is on the spot. That was once again not what I was expecting to hear. But Clive is a shady motherfucker. Let me shady tell you, shady motherfucker. He got Clive. you good. He got, got me you so good. So now, good. Now, yeah. after seeing the photo, I'm curious. 
would you suck his dick? No! Oh, okay, just say no, it. No, no, no. I mean, it, look, if no, you could get past like, his pixelated no, face, I was it just was asking. Pink. It was oh, just no. pink, and no. it was full of revenge. <laughs> no, <hatred>. don't. <laughs> you know, it wasn't pure. It wasn't a pure willy. Oh, I it know. It was an evil know. willy. You know yeah. it's an you know it's an evil really when it, when the when the one little eye winks at you. And yeah, just goes, it mm, like, looked like mm-hmm. Jafar from yeah, Aladdin. Yeah, it or like Popeye. Oh, yeah, yeah, Popeye. Not a it good was look. Angry Popeye. No, not a good no, look. No, no. Well, no. that's insane. But so <laughs> here you are on on doing a porn channel. You get fired, you know, from mm-hmm. having Clive's dick in your mouth. But mm-hmm. then you go on to do children's television. I mean, I know. You know. This is this is like being a Republican in America. You know what I mean? This is totally the path people take, you know, to do this. So you go from porn channel, dick in your mouth, yeah, yeah. from porn your shoe cam and glamour to yeah. children's yeah. TV. Yes, because the one thing porn and children's TV have in common is energy. That's <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> Energy, <laughs> fake scenarios. Yes. And yes. really, and I'm gonna re- suck this dick. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, hey. <laughs> and re- really bad actors. Yeah. Bad yeah. Actors. Uh, bad actors. Yeah. Children. Faking and- enthusiasm is Ugh. the key to yeah. hosting a porn channel and the key to hosting children's television. So it went hand in hand. So you're there uh, yeah. now with children's television. How long was that experience? Was that so fun? I yeah, it was crazy. I auditioned for CBBC, which stands for Children's BBC. Yeah. I didn't think I'd get it because I had no TV experience apart from Babe Station. Oh. Yeah, but yeah. I got it, and uh, it was live, and I had a puppet no. uh, called Dodge the Dog, mm-hmm. and uh, it was me, London, and then I had a co-presenter called Chris. It'd be London and Chris in the weekends with Dodge T Dog. Now, were uh, you were you the actual puppeteer, or was there someone else? No, no, oh, no, okay. no. There was a man inside the dog. Uh, okay. <laughs> and he Kinky. was great with his hands. No, Kinky. I had a big crush on him because what he did with his hands, like mm-hmm. that he was yeah. such a good puppeteer that I was like, mm. mm-hmm. Yeah, say it slower, mm-hmm. say it slower. You know, yeah. just yeah. oh hello, spell yeah. my name. <laughs> spell it with your fingers. Like I very much was into him, hundred percent. He never knew that. But yeah, I was very much like, I wonder. I just feel like he had he had really strong hands. He knows so his like, way around. Yeah, yeah, that's what you want. Yeah. yeah, so I did that. And that was great because it was live television and I was having fun. I was getting paid. I was on the BBC every weekend. And it was just basically me thinking, like I thought on Babe Station, that someone would eventually see this and make me a star. Like that was all the, that's why we do what we do. We just think of we're going to get discovered. I yes. thought i get discovered on Babe Station. Didn't happen. I yeah. get discovered on Kids TV didn't happen but i am a trier i am a trier I no a come trier. on you were you you were found by kevin hart how fabulous is that and look exactly. at the journey look at the journey oh. you're on now now aside from your fabulous special which is on netflix there's something else that you're also doing on netflix as well which is called a new show called the netflix after party and it's the first yeah. of its kind weekly comedy after show alongside one of my good friends miss fortune feemster and david spade who i love who i have not met uh but here it is a show where you guys are just talking about netflix and the lady is latest buzziest titles and yeah. uh it started premiering on december 13th are you enjoying that do you know what i never would have thought that like in my 11 years of comedy i could say that i host a tv show with the llama from emperor's new groove <laughs> <laughs> that goes up there That's... that is yeah. top tier like because we yeah. don't know david spade in the uk for anything because yeah. of, we don't have snl so yeah. we know him for my family are 
so excited that I'm hosting a show with the Lama <laughs> of Emperor's New Group, Emperor Cusco. Well, like, to be that's fair, that's what they care about. To be fair, I'm excited that I'm actually talking to someone who was on Babe Station. So there listen, we, we all have we, we all have our things. So you're doing yeah. that show now, and are you enjoying? Are you enjoying doing that show? I mean, is it's it, is so it, much fun. It's yeah. literally like imagine someone being like, "You see that show that you loved? You get to like interview." the crew, the cast of that show whilst yeah. being on Netflix. And then like, you're also doing it with the llama from Emperor's New Group and a bad yeah. bitch called Fortune Theme Star. Like yeah. literally it's, I go to work every day with a smile on my face. David and Fortune are so amazing, so funny. All we do is laugh. And then we just interview great guests and it's just, it's the best job. I can't believe I get paid to do it. It's just crazy. That's- I have so much fun. No, what an amazing, what an amazing turn of events. And I have to say, it's truly kind of inspiring just to see what has happened for you. But to be very fair, that it doesn't happen unless you're talented. You know what it I mean? Really so you carried it on. You carried on. To go hey. from Babe Station to Children's Show to Netflix to, to Kevin Netflix. Hart to Beyonce yeah. stylist uh, to Laura uh, helping you out at the last uh, minute. Yes, mm-hmm. Laura. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Yeah. I lost my headphones. I lost my headphones. <laughs> see what happens when I give a compliment? <laughs> it goes wrong. I- I still can't work these airports. I'm like, how do people run with these things in? Well, it's white people. White people love uh, to run I with got it. Black that, ears. That's why see? they're not made I've for got, black ears. I've got Hispanic ears. These headphones right. are racist. Yeah, right. that's what it is. Apple, get it together. Yeah. Get the fuck together. <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm curious though, is that aside from doing your show and aside from sitting back and having all your new fans for your new special, is mm-hmm. you've been in America, it's a pandemic. Have you fucked an American yet? No! What are you it's waiting so, for? Because I put, I put my badge on the line for the health and safety of the American people. Okay? Talk to I'm me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I just Come felt, on. You know, America, I'm going to look after you. I'm going to keep my coochie at home. Look at no, me. A, America doesn't care. Listen, <laughs> coochie is coochie. Especially in Los Angeles, fresh coochie is exciting. Think I about- wanted all the coochie. I wanted, yeah. well, well, not the coochie, no, I'm want- coochie. I <laughs> yeah, wanted all coochie. the dick. Yeah. But, what, but first of all, you lot ain't got no free healthcare, okay? No, we don't. We do. We, we do don't. in Britain. We don't. So that's we living don't. life on the edge as it is. Okay? Yes, completely. Then I heard one in six Americans have herpes, mm-hmm. okay? Like, mm-hmm. I don't even mm-hmm. know it, okay? Mm-hmm. And then there's a global pandemic. So all of those things, kind of put me off just going out there and just throwing, throwing but, a stone and fucking whoever I see. Like, it just wasn't sort of thing. And I can't do dating apps because I am too famous. I agree. Um, I agree. I was going to say you so can't do... I was just assuming you couldn't do it because of your prepaid phone. But <laughs> in the end, I think... I think it's good, you know, you can no, maybe, you, you can turn this <laughs> pandemic around. You can say, you know, it's foreplay and I'm going to dress up as a beekeeper. You, know you can wear like a beekeeper <laughs> outfit and say, ooh, you want some of this, honey? It's safe. It's you role playing. What? what? It's a I'm good into idea. that because I yeah. do want some dick. Like, it's actually ridiculous. Like, I am, this is the most famous I've ever been and I'm catching mm-hmm. the least dick I've ever caught. Like, my vagina's all juxtaposed. She don't know what's going on. You know, so I'm just very, I'm just. Have you talked to her? I had some words with her because I was, she, cause you know what happens? My period oh. comes and goes. And she's mm-hmm. like, your period's back, babe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's like, can you help me? And yeah, she's yeah. like, and she's just like, there's no, there's no scare. You know you're not pregnant because you haven't had <laughs> Like usually every month I'm like, am I? Am no. I? Oh, I'm am like, oh, uh. I could be, am I? Oh. And I do that every single month. And Except the past eight months. <laughs> yeah, I haven't. And she's just been like, bitch. 
What's going on? It is again. A whole month's gone by. No dick. You got a whole new period. No dick. And it's been like that. And you know what? Like there are guys I was talking to, but most of the time I attract broke men. Um, Uh We don't want that. You don't want that. And like I used to date a lot of broke guys in the past. I'm happy to date whatever guy. I don't discriminate. But now that I am at the level I am, it gets Uh harder Uh to date. Some guys just want to date this catch a dick girl as well. So it's just kind of like better if my vagina is in rehab. So that's where she that's is important. right now. That's she, important. She's in rehab. She's just, she's just thinking over something. Think about this. What usually happens though is that when someone goes to rehab, they have a second coming. Yeah. And in the end, <laughs> they will they will return and your vagina will come back energized, refreshed, come and back. ready. Yes, for- it's like a- Right, it's like the hungry caterpillar. The vagina was in a cocoon, mm-hmm. and now it's in the cocoon. It's going to emerge a beautiful butterfly. Yeah, and yeah. gobble up all the dicks. Wait, I just wait, can, think- can, can you can you keep saying that? Can you say that a little slower? I'm I'm currently touching myself. Can you say that a little slower? <laughs> <laughs> it emerges and turns it into, a bu- into a butterfly. Yeah, yeah, a beautiful yeah. dick catching butterfly. And See what also- happens is when I open up my legs, though, it turns into a moth. I mean, oh, I'm I'm yeah. Why is that- Imagery here. Sorry. Why did you do that? Sorry. I am. What kind of a, moth? A gypsy moth? A, a, well, <laughs> like a moth, a moth that'll eat your fur coat. It's that Ooh. kind of moth. Yeah. Ooh. Not good. Ooh. Not yeah. good, moth. Ooh. It's not good. No, I'm yeah, old. No, I'm definitely butterfly. I'm still in the butterfly. I'm the larva. Okay. The larva. The larva before, the, larva yeah. before yes. the butterfly. But you know what? It's fine because. Guys could like guys just get in the way of your greatness sometimes, you know. I yes. genuinely feel like if I had a man, I wouldn't be as rich as I am because I made I so much money off of being single. To catch a dick, I, yes. had a, I have a dating podcast called London Actually, which is available on Spotify. Wait, so where is, to... where is it available at? Spotify. And what's it called again? <laughs> London Actually. And there you like go. you can listen to that, and it's all about me trying to catch some dick. And I've made so much money off of being single. And I feel like if I was with relationships. Um, it would be awkward because I agree. I, they just take your energy sometimes. Oh, they take your it. time. And you yeah. know, the shit, there, there's so much shit that they do that bothers me. Like, you know, the idea of a relationship sounds like, oh, this is going to be fun. This is going to be great. And then you get somebody and they do shit to like, just piss you off, like breathing. You know what yes. I mean? That constant oh my God, when in and out and oh, fuck oh. off. Like, I didn't bring you here for breathing. Stop. Oh, my God. I was dating. I had, my ex-boyfriends have both been, I've only had two ex-boyfriends because I would say they're the ones, I've had, I've had boyfriends, but Uh my main boyfriends are ones that I met my parents. So I've only had two. Okay. And both of them were very, very average. Mm-mm. And it was so hard dating an average. No, no, because you don't understand when you're so awesome mm-hmm. and you're oh, dating. I don't understand. So, no, I you understand. Under- you understand. <laughs> but this is the thing: when you live an awesome life and yes. you date someone who lives an average life, yes, this is the thing. This is where it gets sticky because he's coming home from work and I'm coming home from work and he's like, "What did you do at work today?" And I'm telling you, "Oh, Kevin Hart flew me out to Vegas," and you're telling me Deborah from Accounts bought in a cake, and that is. That's the excitement. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't doesn't work. Apples and oranges. They were bought in a cake. Oh, it was red velvet. Give a Mm -hmm. fuck. Like, this is what was happening with me and him. It was like, I was living my best life and he was living his life. And like, his life isn't any, like, you know, I'm not pissing on his life. His life was great for him. But for me, his life was very mediocre. And that's what happened. So now I'm in this thing where I'm dating myself. 
That's so, good. But you're reflecting at least yeah. at 30 years old, you're reflecting on your past and aware yeah. of the choices you made. And yeah. you sit back and go, go let him eat Deborah's cake. Let Don't him eat have Deborah's that fucking cake. cake. And eat you the can, cake. And you can wait for the right baker to come right. along and Thank make you. you exactly. That's it, Thank bitch. You. Yeah. Thank you can go you. nibble on her. Tier. That's it. 12 tier. You've got 12 it. 12 tier lemon sponge with a chocolate grenache. Oh, Grenache, yeah. <laughs> Someone has a thesaurus. Well, I've got to say, it has been an absolute pleasure talking to you today. You have been an absolute dream, and I'm met so you happy You're hilarious. have met you. Uh, and, and just to let everybody know, once again, that you can catch Miss London Hughes. Her new comedy special is To Catch a Dick. It's been produced by Mr. Kevin Hart. She said it 12 times, but just want to bring Mr. it up Kevin Hart. Mr. Darnell, Kevin, Kevin Darnell Hart, full name. Yeah. And it's available now on Netflix. <laughs> you can also catch her on the Netflix After Party with Mr. David Spade and Miss Fortune Beamster. And she's got a lot of other stuff going on. Make sure wait, you go no, find her. Wait, no, you missed her. out History of Swear Words as well. Oh, wait, it's on here? Where's History of Swear Oh, it is, it is, it is. You want to tell me about that? Tell me about that. History of Swear Words. It's a show on Netflix. It was uh-huh. number three in America. Uh, it's hosted by Nicolas Cage. But apparently I do really well in it and low-key still the show. But please watch it. That's what we love. And you can also find Miss London Hughes on Instagram as well. And how do we find you on Instagram? What is your Uh, phone? The the London Hughes. You know what's funny? The London Hughes. Mine is the Bianca Del Rio. It's a long story. You have story, to do it. I'll fill you in. Yeah, yeah. Oh. To let them hoes know. We're You're not... the Bianca Del Rio. Thank you. Okay? I not am just not Bianca Deborah. Del Rio. I'm not, not Deborah with a fucking cake, bitch. No, I am not. the, the. You're the, 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 the. Bianca, Del da, da, da. Well, I cannot <laughs> thank you enough. And you've got to come out to Palm Springs and we'll record I'm again. I am there. I am All right. there. I cannot wait. My love to you. My love thank to you, you Granny. So much, my love to your plants. And hopefully <laughs> your coochie gets some action soon. Oh, please. Please pray for it. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I'll pray for it. I'll pray for it. Because I heard it's real holy. All right. Bye. Hey! <laughs> I'm out. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Her vagina spawned to the clap. Yeah. Oh, hey! I right. can't compete. I can't now, compete. I love you to pieces. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, my love. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Mwah. you. Bye. Starbanes Avenue, a podcast, <clears throat> a podcast network.